6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It is game day. Yeah, game one, round two, your Edmonton Oilers taking on the Calgary Flames in the Battle of Alberta. We haven't seen a Battle of Alberta in 31 years in the playoffs. So many people so very excited about this. also want to let you know that we're going to keep you updated throughout the afternoon on uh, Premier Jason Kenney's leadership review. The results expected uh, possibly as early in the next 25 minutes. We've been told between four and six. And so as soon as we have them, we'll get them to you. Well, he was the maverick on entrepreneur from oil-rich Alberta who made millions, bucked the political establishment and, you know, was really interested in politics, even thought about the office of prime minister at one point. He was the hostage in a famous kidnapping and most prominently of all, transformed the Edmonton Oilers into the best and most successful hockey team in history and came to be known across Canada as Peter Puck. Then, in a few short years, hearts were broken across oil country when he sent Wayne Gretzky to California. Now, Peter Puck bought part ownership of the Edmonton Oilers in 1976 and according to his biography which was written by my friend Terry McConnell along with myself published in 2009 he tells the story of offering a diamond ring that his wife was wearing to dinner as a down payment I love that story within a year he bought out his partner and in 1978 he was offered the rights to 17 year old phenom Wayne Gretzky five years later the Oilers won their first of five Stanley Cups under the ownership of Peter Peter Pocklington. Peter joins us this afternoon. Peter, welcome back to 6.30 Chad. Thank you very much. So good to be here. Peter, when I, you know, roll through all of that, uh, well, part of the history of your time here in Alberta, what goes through your mind? What do you remember most about your time in Edmonton, in Alberta? Well, just after you recanted what you uh, just said for the first couple of minutes, it brought tears to my eyes. Those were wonderful times it was uh, uh pretty exciting to be involved uh, with uh, canada's best sport maybe north america's best sport hockey but many 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 memories and uh, one of the things that uh, i guess i tried to uh, show the players was my own belief and that we become what we think about had them doing their affirmations every year at uh, training camp uh, where they literally knew and believed because your subconscious believes what you tell it. And we told them all, and they told themselves that they were there to win Stanley Cups. And uh, you can see it worked. They, I remember the fans voted for the 100 best teams in the last 100 years. The Oilers were four of them, in fact, the top four. So it was pretty exciting times, and we sure had, uh, thank God for Glenn Sather and Uh, all the great players we had. So, Peter, you were never surprised then when the Oilers, uh, when your team won won its first cup only five years after um, you taking ownership of the team. Well, I knew it would happen. I remember being interviewed by Dick Beddows in Toronto after a game, and I said within five years we'll have a Stanley Cup. He thought I was crazy. (laughs) Possibly I did too, but knew it deep down that uh, we would win some Stanley Cups. Uh, we sure had the best fans in the world. And uh, Edmonton was a, great, it was a great city. I miss it. What was it about the Oilers, about that team that you wanted so much? Why did you want to own that team at that point in your life? 
You know, I have no idea other than possibly ego. Uh, I had a bit of a big ego at the time and thought uh, when I got involved, I thought, my God, this is a, a dream come true. And uh, then all of a sudden I woke up and said, now what am I going to do? <laughs> so <laughs> only one thing to do, and that's transform it into the greatest team that ever was. Peter Pothington joining me this afternoon. You went on to own numerous sports teams, including the Edmonton Trappers, the Drillers, I think the Kamloops, the Junior Oilers of the Western Hockey Team, to name a few. You have been quoted, it has been, uh, you have said that owning sports teams gave you the greatest satisfaction. Why was that? Well, without question, because you could help mold young people into, uh, in, in fact, if I look back at the Oilers, uh, I believe all 100% of them have been successful uh, in their post-hockey careers. They literally uh, have been very successful, great families, great businesses. I'm proud of them all. So that was one of the, I, I guess, the thing that I love most about sports. A former Edmonton Oilers owner, Peter Pocklington, joining me this afternoon. Peter, I have to ask you about it because people still talk about it to this day, and you know what I'm going to ask you about. Of course, the trade, August 1988, uh, Gretzky sent to California. Uh, I know that you have, you know, reflected a, a lot on it, and I've heard, you know, varying uh, accounts, and, you know, one of them uh, written in the book that we wrote with you back uh, in the late 2000s. Reflecting back now, do you believe it was still the right thing to do at that time for the team, the business, for Gretzky? Was it worth the fallout? Well, I certainly believe it was. I mean, quite frankly, I had no choice. His contract was coming due within a year and a half, and uh, he and his, uh, I guess I would call him, I hope he was his friend, uh, decided that they wanted many, many millions uh, to continue in Edmonton. Uh, so I had no choice but to trade him. After all, Edmonton is a small city, or relatively small at that time, and we were paying U.S. dollars uh, for our contracts. So I had no other choice but to, I guess, shall I say, reload. And we reloaded with a, a great team, and as you know, we won a Stanley Cup afterwards. But I missed Wayne, uh, great guy and great family, and... Uh, uh, I know there was a lot of commotion and so on. I mean, I had probably over 100 death threats at the time. It wasn't fun. But most of them were just, I guess, feeling how fans feel. It's, it's our guy. Let's talk about those Oiler fans, and you touched on it earlier about uh, how great they are, but there has been a love-hate relationship there. Uh, one thing that we know for sure is that Oilers fans definitely passionate. Your thoughts on Edmonton's fan base, on what you saw in the late 70s, in the 80s, early 90s, to what you see now, Peter? Well, it's a different world, as you know. Um, now, of course... Uh, at least at that time, fans could afford so much to go to a hockey game. And I remember uh, Jerry Buss, the owner of the Kings, used to say you can charge uh, a man and his boy uh, three hours' worth of his labor for a couple of seats and, uh, and a hot dog. But nowadays, it's become big business. And uh, the fan base has obviously expanded, but I think it's hurt a lot of the folks who can't afford to attend a hockey game as they did in the old days. 
because the cost of the sport has just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. You know, now in those days, our total team uh, would have cost me maybe eight or nine million a year in total salaries. <laughs> now one player can get that. The total cost of a team is probably seventy million U.S. TV. Uh, at the time, we might have got a couple of million dollars a year, so the rest had to come out of uh, the fan base and uh, a few concessions. So it's a different business, a different time, but uh, your fans in Edmonton are the greatest, and they're still there for them. In October of 2014, you were invited, I think that's kind of the last time that uh, that we spoke, Peter, um, that you were invited to the uh, by the Oilers organization to attend that 30-year reunion of the Oilers' first Stanley Cup championship team. You were given a, a tour of the new arena. I think it was still it was still being built a, at that time. I, I'm curious now your, your thoughts on Rogers' place and, and the importance of it to hockey in Edmonton today. I mean, Daryl Cates' vision for hockey in Edmonton and, and what he had for downtown Edmonton. I know you and Daryl are friends. I, you know, curious your thoughts on what has developed. And, and also on that note, do you and Daryl talk often? Do you talk about hockey at all? Well, I bumped into him a little bit ago uh, at, at uh, a restaurant here in uh, Palm Desert uh, at Bighorn, where he's a member. So good to see him. But if, if you remember the times we lived in, uh, he lived in times where interest rates were two, three percent to build a building. They were 15, 16, 17, 18 percent when I was there. And it's impossible to do much with that kind of cost of uh, money. Mm. So, uh, but Daryl's blessed. He has a vision. He was good at what he did. He built, in my opinion, probably the best arena in the world. It is world class by far. And of course, all the, uh, the the district he built around it. So Daryl is a real visionary, and I sure wish him a lot of uh, how can I say it joy to win a Stanley Cup. Peter Pocklington joining us this afternoon. Uh, you were incredibly active in our community, um, you know, uh, as a philanthropist as well. I mean, you were involved with so many organizations, uh, you know, raising a million dollars for the Jimmy Platts YMCA, the Glenn Sather Sports Medicine Clinic at the University of Alberta, and it went on and on. Junior Achievement was near and dear to your heart. Um, I'm curious to know what was the greatest moment for you as an owner of the team and, and and maybe it had to maybe there's that that's two questions two different questions peter um as as owner of the team and as being a member of the edmonton community during that time well it the i guess owning the team gave me the uh well, what would i call it the the ability to attract and bring in world-class speakers brought in uh, margaret thatcher who i loved uh, <laughs> of course uh, jerry ford president bush uh, in fact, even Kissinger. But it was great fun to raise a lot of money for Junior Achievement because there's nothing like business uh, for young people. And I know over the years we raised probably four or five million for Junior Achievement, and it became the greatest uh, pod, shall I say, in all of Canada, Edmonton. So Edmonton really was the the city of champions. Your hopes and your thoughts on the team this year before I let you go. Well, obviously, I would love to see the, the, the team and Daryl uh, win the Stanley Cup. There's nothing like it. It's uh, To me, it was a very emotional time, and 
Uh, it was exciting for the fans, but mainly, I'll tell you, it was really exciting for me. <laughs> Peter Poffington, I sure appreciate you making time for us this afternoon. It's great to chat with you again, and I look forward to doing it again in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you kindly for phoning. Take care. Peter Pocklington, former Oilers owner, joining us this afternoon.